Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast SEC Preview with Colin O'Donnell. I'm Justin Sadzoop, and um, Colin, this is the final conference. We've talked about the Big Ten, we've talked about the American, the ACC, the Big 12, the Pac-12, and now we've got the SEC, the, uh, the best conference of them all in college football, Alabama and Georgia and Texas A&M, LSU, Florida, etc., etc., and eventually Oklahoma and Texas, but not this year. Um, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well. You know. You survived the hurricane. Yep. I mean, we 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 recorded through the hurricane. We did. We managed. We managed through the through the drizzly rain. <laughs> it's really a miracle that we made it. Um, I thought Santoop was gonna drive into um, Patriots Path and drown over there. It was not. It was. The, the, the weather was overhyped, but whatever. That's. I mean, I feel like it was. It was overhyped. You're a big weather guy. It was. It was hyped. No. It was hyped accurately. It was not. They said big winds. It was not hyped accurately. They 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 made the announcement like a day a day before, you know. Like I feel like it wasn't. People weren't talking about a hurricane all week. We were talking. We all all. I heard Henri Henri Henri. Stupid Henry. name for a hurricane. Also, Henri. I thought it was Henry until my grandpa said Henri. SEC, Alabama, and the rest? Or can Georgia get up there with Bama this year? Can Texas A&M finally challenge? Um, is LSU due for a bounce back? What are your thoughts? What do you think about the league? I mean, it's it's a healthy league. It's a good league. It's the best league in college football. I mean, I still don't see any team with Alabama right now, but... Uh, there, it's a there's a bunch of very good teams, and I don't think the gap between them and Alabama is massive, but I think there's still a gap. I agree, which is kind of nuts because of how good Alabama was last year and how much they lose from last year's yeah, team. That I still have them like a gap from the rest. And I don't think you're the only one. Like I think most people feel that way because they, I mean they they had what five six first round picks into the NFL, yeah. and because they recruited such a high level and. Like, they, they don't really miss a beat? Like, is that crazy? Like, I don't think they're going to be as good as last year's no, team. No, they're definitely not as good as last year's team. They also have a lot of turnover on the coaching staff, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, um, I don't know. I, I, it's, it still feels like Alabama and the rest, and that's how I have it rated in my, in my power ratings. And I just, it just feels like Alabama and the rest. All right, let's start, let's start with, with Bama. Um, win total, I believe, is 11 and a half. Yeah, 11 and a half. Um... Steve Sarkeesian was the mastermind behind a terrific, one of maybe the most explosive offense we've ever seen last year. Um, he's off to Texas. The best players on that offense, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle to a lesser extent, got into the NFL, yeah. yet still expected to be really good. Um, Bill O'Brien comes in as the new offensive coordinator. What do you think? You think you think that uh, Bryce Young and crew are gonna be a new wave and be almost as a, as electric offensively? I mean, I think they're gonna be really good offensively. I think they're gonna get carried by their defense this year more than their offense. But I still Which think is like the, classic Bama. Yeah, but classic I, Nick Saban. I, I still think their defense or their offense is gonna be really good, and it's still an offensive error. So they're still gonna be putting up points, and I'm sure some teams are gonna be able to put up some points against their defense. But I think this team's defense is going to be significantly better than last year. And last year, outside of 
Florida and Ole Miss, they were still a pretty good. They're still pretty good defense. Like not a lot of teams scored on them last year. Uh, I think they face better offenses this year than they did last year. So that's an interesting thing to think about. But I mean, they're going to be really good. There's not really any weakness that I look at this team and go, "That's their weakness." Like what? What is it? The only thing that I could say that could actually hamper Alabama is if Bryce Young doesn't live up to expectations. Is there any chance of that? Do you think? I don't know. I, I, I think I put it as pretty low, but I mean, I think the fact that he never pushed Mac Jones for a spot last year is a little bit, I mean, I think it was a little bit surprising on the outside. Like, I think people were pretty 50-50 on who was going to have that job for the whole year, and Mac Jones just took it. But Mac Jones also had a Heisman year. So are you really going to, like, blame somebody for not pushing a Heisman? Like, nobody blames uh, DJ for not pushing Trevor Lawrence. So can you really fault Bryce Young for not pushing Mac Jones? And I think people are higher on DJ Uyunglele than they are Bryce Young because they got to see DJ yes. perform at a high level. And we just haven't seen that from Bryce Young. Even though like all reports are that he's going to be fantastic and he's maybe not a Heisman favorite, but he's like an early season Heisman contender. Yeah, like he's I mean, everything, everything I've heard is he's going to be really good. But I haven't seen it, so I'm not... Like, I have DJ one point better yeah. than Bryce. Two top ten wide receivers in the NFL draft. John Mechie had a really good year last year. Can he step up and replace Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell? That's a question that I have. I think kind of yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I mean, he had 916 yards last year, right? Like He was Devon- great. Devontae Smith ha- had a Heisman year he as a wide receiver. Yeah. Like, when was the last time that's happened? And Mechie still put up insane numbers. I like Slade Bolden a little bit. I'm a little worried about what I've been hearing out of camp surrounding Jaleel Billingsley. Okay. You see that? Uh, Nick Saban saying that Alabama is not a democracy in regards to uh, Jaleel B- Billingsley wanting to like play more playtime or something. So he's in the doghouse, which is a little bit worrying as your number two returning receiver. I mean, he's a tight end, but still. like, uh, There's some question marks on the... In the receiving core, but it's still really, really good and really, really talented. They lose key guys on the O-line, but they return some big beasts on the O-line, and they recruit that position at a high level where I, like, I don't feel like there's going to be a drop-off. Yeah, I'm not worried. Like, I, like I'm not going to have them rated. I don't have them rated as high as I did, like, would have had them last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but Evan Neal's still going to be a top-10 draft pick this yep. year, and they still have... Just five star. Chris Owen is an absolute beast. Like they're still littered with talent on the offensive line. So, yeah, they're not going to be as dominant. Dominant, but they're still going to be dominant. And then you look at their defense, and they've got the best group of linebackers in the country. Like yeah. bar none, Will Anderson, Christian Harris, absolute monsters. Um, really good defensive line. DJ Dale, Fedarian Mathis. Like it's, it's an embarrassment of riches. And even though they lose. Um, Patrick Sertain to the NFL, like Josh Job should step right in and be a top, top level shutdown corner, and like yeah. the rest of the secondary. Like I, I've got no reason to worry about Alabama's defense. No, I, I think their defense is better than last year's defense. Um, win totals eleven and a half. What do you think? I think under. You think under? I think under. Okay, why do you think under? So I, I, I just don't have them separated by enough that I feel confident in betting them to win every game. Like, they're a touchdown 
almost every game, but I see at Texas A&M is going to be, for me, is going to be like about eight or nine points. Um, I think Florida is going to be pretty close. I, I have Mississippi State as like within 14, so losable. Uh, LSU is home, so I'm not as worried as that game, but LSU is going to be really good. And then at Auburn is another game that I have that is within that like 10-point spread. So I just think there's too many opportunities. I like They're not going to lose to Miami to open it up, but there's too many opportunities within the schedule for them to lose one game. And you do have a true freshman starting who hasn't started another game before. I think they're going to drop one. Yeah, I'm going to be on the over. Um, I don't know if it's a bet I'm actually going to place, but I don't have them favored by less than double digits against any team that they're going to see. So... Like I would have them as a 10-point favorite at Florida and like a 10-point favorite at Texas A&M, 10-point favorite at home against LSU, and that kind of, like, that's really it for me. So, like, I think Ole Miss is a team that could really challenge them, but they get Ole Miss at home. I feel the same way about LSU. They get them at home, and I just don't think Texas A&M or Florida is there right now to compete with Alabama. So, I just think it's more likely that we're looking at Alabama as a 12-0 team again than as an 11-1 team. So I like the over 11 and a half. Yeah, I mean, we disagree. I see, I see what you're saying. I I, dis- I, I think 11 and 1 is more likely. That's why I'm going to be on the under. Texas A&M. Um, new quarterback. Uh, it depends on your opinion um, on Kellen Mond. If you thought he was like a really good difference maker at quarterback or just like a solid guy, um, I think that people may be underrating him, like, like kind of – in hindsight, like not really realizing how important he was to Texas A&M's program, because now they bring in Haynes King as maybe the new quarterback, or Zach Calzada, both were on the roster last year, but like nobody inspiring, and they're suddenly a top ten team. So like my question marks start right at quarterback. quarterback. I mean, yeah, I have the where do where do you have their quarterback room rated in the SEC? Um, I have Texas A&M's quarterback room rated as. Uh, equivalent to Vanderbilt and slightly ahead of Kentucky and South Carolina. Okay, so where 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 is that? What give me the what, what were they like eleventh, twelfth, tied for tied for twelfth, something like that. T ten, T twelve. Yeah, I have them tied with Vanderbilt for tenth. Yeah, so we're 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 right there. We're similar. Yeah, I don't love their. I don't love the quarterback room. Um, I like their running back room. I like Isaiah Spiller a lot. I think their O-line is going to be solid. It's going to take a step back after how good that line was last year. So I think that's a cause for a little bit of concern. I I really like their receiving core. Like They're bringing back everybody from that core. They didn't really do that much last year, but that's going to make – Whoever's the quarterback's life a little bit easier. Or or you could look at that from the flip side. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. Like, the flip side is, Callum Mon was a good quarterback. I don't know what the hell the quarterback's going to be, and what good or great receivers without a quarterback. Yeah, but their be. receivers weren't great. Like, they didn't put up great numbers. It was 500, 500, 409, 197. Like, they put up, none of those guys, like, just, like, stood out. They just all put up solid numbers, and all of them are back again. That's fair. So, I, that, like, makes... That's going to make the quarterback's life easier when you have reliable guys at receiver who have done it. So I think that's a benefit. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm low on the lower on the old line. Um, 
I like their D-line. I think it's pretty solid. Uh, linebacker's all right. I really like their secondary. I think their secondary is going to be really good. I agree. And I think Jimbo is a solid coach. And I like Mike Elko on the uh, as the defensive coordinator. I don't really know how great their offense is going to be. So I think this team's going to have to win with defense. But I think they have a lot of talent here. And they are solid. It's just like I have this middle of the pack, uh, upper middle class in the SEC as very jumbled together. Yeah, I agree. Um I agree. I think I think Texas A&M's skill positions are fantastic, but the most important position is quarterback, and that is just like a huge question mark for me. And yeah, I think they should be good defensively, but in a league where I think that there are going to be a lot of high-powered offenses, um, Alabama, LSU, I see being a high-powered offense. I think Georgia takes a step offensively, and not having a proven quarterback limits their ceiling. Yeah, you know, and I think in a in a league where I think there are Five of the top seven teams all have guys that I think might have Heisman aspirations at quarterback, right? I mean, Bryce Young, JT Daniels, Matt Corral. Um, like these guys are all on like the Heisman yeah watch list, right? Um, Texas A&M just doesn't have that proven commodity at quarterback, and I just think that limits their ceiling. So their win total is nine and a half. So let's walk it through. Yeah, let's do it. Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico, win, win, win. Yep. Right now. Yep. All right. Arkansas at a neutral site. So let me see. I have them. Yeah, I have them winning that. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're 4-0. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a loss uh, at home to Alabama. Don't skip Mississippi State. Oh, I did skip Mississippi State. I didn't see it. Um, Mississippi State, I have as within. A, I have that as a toss-up. Really? Okay, I have that as a win for A&M. Okay. So I have that as a toss-up. I have Alabama as a... Um, as a loss, but that's okay. close enough that I could see them winning it. I right. think at Missouri is going to be a tough game. Um, right now, I would have that graded as a win, but just barely. Okay. What do you have it? I have it as a win for Texas A&M. Yeah. I have them six and one. I have them seven and one. Okay. I South Carolina is a win. Seven and one. Yep. Okay. I have Auburn as a toss up. I have that as another win for Texas A&M. Okay. I have. Ole Miss as a toss-up. Me too. I have Prairie View as a win, and I have LSU as a toss-up. I have LSU as a toss-up as well. So I have eight and so we have nine and one with, or I have nine and one. I don't know how many toss-ups you have, but I have nine and one with the two toss-ups being at Ole Miss and at LSU, where they will both be, according to my power ratings. Um, the game at Ole Miss, I have them, it would be a straight pick them, and at LSU would have them as like a touchdown dog. So. So I have four toss-ups. I have two. What is your your other toss-up is at Missouri? No. I, I have Mississippi State, Auburn, Ole Miss, Auburn. LSU. Okay. So what do you think? So I have four toss-ups. Nine and a half? Four toss-ups, and I have one loss already, so we're going to have to go three? No. So you have four toss-ups. Yeah, so that's it. We're at uh, And one eight. loss. Yeah, so seven. So seven wins, one loss, and four toss-ups is what you have. Yeah, and the so win total is nine and a half. So they got to go two and two. They got to go three and one. If you have seven wins, one loss. Yeah, but and two and two is a push. Nine and a half. Oh, nine and a half. Oh, so under. You like the under. Yeah. I like I. So I weirdly, I think my numbers make it an over, but I just can't really get there with my gut. 
So I'm on the under also. I just think there's too there are too many potential losses, and I'm just not there with Texas A&M the way I am with some of these other teams that I believe in. All right, moving on. LSU staying in the SEC West. All right, you lead this off, dude. I love LSU. Um, I have them. I have them rated as the highest talent score in the country. Recruiting, returning talent. Um, don't know who's going to play quarterback. I think it's Max Johnson. I, I'm not sure if that's been fully announced, but I believe that's where the, the tea leaves are pointing. Um, and that would be good for them. I agree, and I think he was better than Miles Brennan, even though they both put up really good numbers. Um, Max Johnson did lead him to a big win over Florida down the stretch, and I just I love what they have at receiver. I think Keishon Butte is one of the best receivers in the country. Um, I think that there might be some question marks on the offensive line. Uh, even though they return a lot of guys, I think um, spacing on, on who it was, but I think Darius Rosenthal has tra- decided to transfer mid during the offseason. Not for sure on that, but um, I look at them defensively. They return a lot of key guys on D. They've got the best group of corners in the country with Derek Stingley, who's probably the best DB in the yeah. country, period. I just think they're due for a bounce back. Um, like, And we know... The thing with LSU is like we know that they've been there before. Like it's not like a team that we're betting on getting to a place that they haven't been. It is a team that has won a national title within the last few years, and yeah, that was kind of a fluke year maybe, but like they've got that winning culture. Yeah. And I just I think that last year was a fluke, five and five, but I really like the way they came on strong down the stretch. And like I'm all in on 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 LSU, and they they are actually the one future I placed to win a national championship. I got them at sixty to one. Um, which is more just like a huge value play than anything else. Not that I really believe that they have like a great chance of getting to the college football playoff, but if everything breaks right, like I think I could see it. Like they have that ceiling. So LSU, I'm in. I'm in on them this season. I'm in on the entire roster. I'm in on the coaching staff. Like I'm just in. Yeah, I'm not sold on whoever's going to start at quarterback. Like I, I think that. Um... I mean, I think Miles Brennan and Max Johnson, like, I think those are two solid options. I just, I'm not, like, I'm not jumping over the moon at who they're going to be starting at quarterback. I think their O-line is should improve, but their O-line was absolutely terrible last year. So that's still, like, an area of concern for me. Um, I'm not, like, I, Ed Orgeron has won a national championship, so I can't dock him too many points. But I'm not sold on Ed Orgeron. I really... I've been of the belief since that year that Joe Brady orchestrated that national championship, and I still kind of believe that. And, I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow was also fantastic. But the coaching, the hires they made this year didn't really inspire me. They looked like they're just trying to – they lost out of their top defensive guy. Um, They looked like they're kind of just trying to replicate – that 2019 season and catch lightning in a bottle again. So that's good. Like, yeah, I go for that, but I don't know if that's really a winning strategy, just trying to do the same thing over when other teams adapt. Um, I like the team a lot. I think their DBs are going to be really good. I think their D line is going to be really good. I like, I love their defense. Like I can't dock them on there. I just don't see them in the upper echelon of college football. Um, okay. I, I mean, like I, think I mean, they're in the upper echelon, but they're, 
I don't see them winning a national championship. No, I, I, I and I think I, get, I don't really see it either. I just think they're one of those teams where if everything breaks right, like I'm betting on the ceiling. Um, and I just I think that there's enough returning talent here, and I just I believe I believe in the program. I believe in what they're doing, and the win total's eight. I think I'm obligated to be on the over. Yeah. But we can break it down. All right, um, so. So I have, I actually, by my numbers, I have it as a win out of the gate at UCLA. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a toss-up. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I have a win over McNeese State, yeah, win over yeah. Central Michigan. I have it as a win at Mississippi State. I have another toss-up. Okay, I have it as a win at home against Auburn. Another toss-up. I have it as a win at Kentucky. I have that win. So I have a toss-up against Florida. Me too. A toss-up at Ole Miss. Me too. A loss at Alabama. Yep. So I'm five and one with two toss-ups, right? Or six and one with two toss-ups. One, two, three, four, five. I'm six and one with two toss-ups. I've got a win, a win, and a toss-up. So I'm eight and two with two toss-ups, which means I have to be on the over eight. Okay. So I have six toss-ups, and I have one loss. Two. Okay. Right. Yeah. One. One loss. I'm eight and one with three toss-ups. I meant sorry. One eight loss, and, and then so we have one, two. Three, four, five. So I have five wins and six toss-ups. And one loss at Alabama. I mean, yeah. So we'd have to go... we got to go three, three and three, three. to that's a, that's eight. Push. Yeah. So it's a push. What do you see more likely, seven or nine? I think either this team's going to explode and they're going to go way back past it or they're going to fall apart. So, I mean, I'll just gonna, I'm just going to take the under and then if they explode, like I guess maybe I'm, I might get a piece of uh, them to win the SEC. Rather than the national championship, I might take that. The bank on the ceiling? Yeah. Um, okay, there's LSU. Ole Miss. Another team with a really high ceiling. Um, Lane Kiffin, year two. He did some incredible things year one, um, especially from an offensive standpoint. Um, like They had one of the most explosive offenses in the country. Matt Corral went from like a really good quarterback with – Good potential to a guy who's on every All American watch list this season. Um, they return a lot of key key players on offense. Um, you know, good players at running back. Jerry Ely's back. Uh, they lose their best receiver, Elijah Moore. They also lose Kenny Yaboa, but like I think that they're in position to like be good. At receiver again, I just think that it's like a system thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean they Moore recruit was, they recruit really well. I mean, they had DK Metcalf right before that too. Yep. So, I don't think I don't see it and envision a huge yeah. drop off. But I I do think that's those are significant losses losing your top two receivers. Yeah, like, I don't think you can just write that off. I I I I agree. Um, the defense returns nine starters, um, including a lot of like their best players. I mean, yeah, they do. The defense sucked last but, year, but, but like. Better. Did they? I mean, the way they played against Indiana in the bowl game, even if it was against Indiana's backup quarterback, I think was a positive. Like, they obviously have some talented pieces on D. Um, like, I just think it'll be like an average to above average defense, but like that's better than a bad defense. And when you have an offense that I believe has a really high ceiling, then all you really need is an average defense. As long as the defense isn't getting torched also. I'm going to disagree on average to above average. I think average to below average is where I see this okay. defense. Uh, I really like the offense, though. So I, I still have them ranked pretty highly. Like, 
I, I just don't, like, yeah, you return a lot, but you return a lot of shit, you know? Like, how, for how long can you polish a turd before you need to get some new talent in there? And they also are bringing back the same defensive coordinator, which, I mean, yeah, like, good system stays in place, but he was terrible last year, so is that really what you want to be doing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I like Lane Kiffin. I trust kind of trust Lane Kiffin to make the right decision. I wouldn't say I fully trust him, but uh, I mean, I think this team's going to be good. I think they're going to score with anybody. Their defense should improve from last year, but I don't think it's a massive step up. Win total for Ole Miss. Seven and a half. What do you have? What do you think? I mean, what do you think of the Louisville game? I have them favored. I think that the spread is nine, something like that, eight and a half, nine, and I think that's a really good spread. I think it's well set um, on a neutral. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a likely win for them. Um, I'm not sure Louisville's prepared. I mean, it, it might be just a game to like blindly bet the over and just enjoy um, because it's two teams with – average defenses and at times electric offenses. I also think there's a there is a world in which Ole Miss is like I don't think Ole Miss's defense is getting any worse than it was last year. And there are talented pieces there, so like they could be better. Like that's my I mean I think they're gonna be better. I think but I think better You think you think they could be good. I think they can be good, yeah. I mean I I think I think the the big thing is continuity and they just had an entire offseason together. Yeah. No, I I mean I see that. I just don't I don't I think they could be better. So I see three wins out the gate. Yeah. I lost Alabama. Yeah. I have a win over Arkansas at home. I have a win at Tennessee. Okay, I have Arkansas as a toss-up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, yeah, I can give them that. I have LSU at home as a toss-up. So I have them at 5-1 and one with one toss-up. I have at Auburn as a toss-up. I have that as a loss. Okay. So I have five and one with two toss-ups. I have Liberty as a win at home. Not that I don't think Liberty won't be good, but I just have Ole Miss beating them. Um, that's six. Texas A&M at home is a toss-up. Vanderbilt at home is a win at Mississippi State. I have as toss-up. As a toss-up. I like the over seven and a half. I think they win eight games. So let me walk through this. Three and one, toss-up, win four and one. Two toss-ups, three toss-ups, five and one, three toss-ups, four toss-ups, six and one, five toss-ups, right? Six and one with five toss-ups. I have seven and one with four, so that's yeah. where we differ. That's so right. I'm on. I'm all over the over seven and a half. So seven and a half, and I've got five, so we've got to win three to hit the over. To hit the over, or one, or, or two to hit the under for you. Yeah. So, so do you think they go three and two? Well, and I'm, gonna, I'm just looking at the. Yeah. I'm looking at the. So I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm on the again. over. Arkansas, I, I think they're gonna win. Yeah, I think they win that game against Arkansas at Mississippi State. Another one. I think they lose that game. Okay. I think Texas A&M. I think they're gonna beat Texas A&M, and then what's the last one? LSU. I think they. Lose to LSU. So, where's... Am I missing 
Which one am I missing? Arkansas. Your toss-ups? You had Arkansas as a toss-up. You had LSU. At Mississippi State as a toss-up. You had Texas A&M at home as a toss-up. LSU at home as a toss-up. Um, so they got to win, in my opinion. At Auburn as a toss-up. Those and, are your five toss-ups. Yeah, and my opinion, they got to win LSU or Texas A&M. Both at home. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I'm gonna go under. Okay. Auburn. Now you're high on Auburn. Unfortunately. Um, Brian Harson comes in as a well-regarded head coach. Comes over from Boise State, where he was pretty successful, although maybe not as successful as past coaches have been at Boise State. Um, definitely not as successful as Chris Peterson was. Um, he inherits an offense that returns Bo Nix, who is kind of a tantalizing piece of quarterback, right? I mean, he's he's shown times, like, being great, and he's been bad at times, right? He's just, like, an enigma. Yeah, like, I don't really... Yep, I agree. Tank Bigsby's one of the best running backs in the Tank country. Tank Bigsby, Sean Sh- Shivers is a f- fantastic running back duo. Um but they lose a lot at receiver. They do Tom. lose a lot at receiver, but I mean, like how, like Bo Nix is, is more of a running quarterback, and he can't really utilize that. So is that really going to affect them t- that much? Especially when you have a great running back room like that. Um, they bring back a decent amount at O line. Like, yep, they're going to be pretty good at O line. Yep, um, I agree. Those are all. Those are really old alignment. I think their D line's solid. Like nothing special for the SEC, but it's good. I think um, that was one of Gus's uh, big strong suits was recruiting well on the D line. Their linebackers are terrific. I think their DBs are solid. Their special teams is good. Really, the only question mark I have on this team is Bo Nix and Brian Harson. Okay, I mean, I I think Bonex is more of a known commodity, and I, I, I yeah, I, I don't have him. I don't have him rated well. Like those are my two weaknesses, and so I have Bonex rated, I guess, much higher than you do. But I'm I, like, I think the defense is fine. I, I mean, new head coach, <laughs> like no receiving, returning receivers. Like I, yeah, I'm, like that's a factor to me. Like in the SEC, like not having any real known commodities back at receiver is kind yeah, of a, they, they. I mean. They return everybody on the O line, all right. five starters. Okay. They return back a loaded running back room, and they return a running quarterback. Okay. Like this team's gonna pound the ball on people with a new head coach. Yeah. Who's putting in his new system? Like I don't, I don't. I I I, I mean I have a vertical pass. Game. I have real I, I, problem. I, I have Parson as I think the worst rated um, coach in the. That's crazy. In the SEC? Is that, are you serious? You don't have South Carolina's coach oh, rated? Oh, no, 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 no. I do. I, I have South Carolina's coach rated below, and I have him even with uh, Heupel. Okay. I, I don't see any. There's nothing on this Auburn team that wows me, and they weren't very good last year. So, between all of those factors, I'm not sold. Um, win total is seven. Show me the path to eight. Alright, so I see two and oh, yep. toss up. Toss up at Penn State. Yeah. Okay. Pe- uh, Georgia State's a win. 
Okay. Um, LSU is a toss-up. Okay. I think Georgia at home is on the it's on the fringe for me. So I mean, I'm gonna assume you have that as a loss. I have there are two games there. Yeah, I mean I have three losses already. Like I don't think they're winning at Penn State. I don't think they're winning at LSU, and I don't think they're beating Georgia. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give Georgia the win. Um, at Arkansas, I have as exactly seven. So. I guess that's a toss up. Toss yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss. I, I have, have as a toss up as well. I have it at three. Ole Miss, I have as a win. Really? Home. Yes. I have that as a toss-up. Yeah, okay. Texas A&M, I have as a toss-up. Mississippi State, I have as a win. A win, yep. And then I have South Carolina as a win and Alabama as a loss. I have five wins. I have, for me, I have five wins. I have one, two... Three, four, five losses. Five wins, five losses, two toss-ups. The two toss-ups are home against Ole Miss and home against um, and at Arkansas. So I have five and five with two toss-ups. They'd have to win both, both toss-ups just to push. I'm on the under seven. Now, I don't know what your math checks out there. But so I'm um, two, three... At Arkansas. Toss up. Yeah, so two, three, four. I have five wins. Okay. I have one loss, and I have six toss ups. So we need to win three of the six to get to eight. So I'm going to go over. Are you confident on Auburn? You're looking at me like I don't yeah, like I Auburn. I, so I mean, you I, clearly do. I, I, You're I, saying you don't like Auburn. You clearly like. I don't Auburn. like Auburn. I, my numbers like Auburn. Why do you? I don't. You clear. I mean, you love Auburn. I don't like Auburn, man. I my numbers like Auburn. Mississippi State. <laughs> like you heard me at where I have Harson. I don't have Nick's high either. I like their receivers. I have low too. Their O line, sure their D line checks out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, their running back room is great. Yep. Their O line is great. Their D line is good. Their linebackers are great, and their DBs are good. Okay, that's that's where that's where the strength of this team is. They're good at ground and pound. Year two for Mike Leach at Mississippi State. Um, I think they'll be improved. They had a lot of turnover. Um. Is it like good turnover where the people that really want to be here and be in are, are here? I think so. Okay. Um, Will Rogers is going to be the full-time quarterback. No controversy this year. Uh, he performed better than KJ Costello did last year. Um, I like their run game if they decide to utilize it a little more. Um, it's interesting, the strength of the season I mean, do you year. like their run? Yeah, like I think it's fine. Like I don't think it's like great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's sparse. Like you, you've got... Freshman back there lost Kylan Hill, who was a stud last year. Like they could run Kylan the ball. Hill did not play a lot last year. Yeah, he well he was he went out, but he was a stud the year before and was right. good in his sparks last year. Um, but I think that's that's why I'm I kind of like it, like because they have experience that, yeah. that stepped up and performed well as freshmen, and 
Like, there's enough talent at receiver. The strength of this team, which is so weird for a Mike Leach squad, was the defense last year. The defensive line, in particular, was fantastic. Um, is the defensive line going to be just as good this year? I think that's on the table. Um, I don't know. What do you think about Mississippi State? I'm not very high. I'm not low, but I'm not very high on them. Um, I feel like I have them rated where most people do. Just kind of like, like I'm, I'm high on them as a, uh, like a regular team, but not as a, um, not as a just like top of the SEC team. You know, like I think they're better than most teams they play, but I like. I'm not like insanely high on them. Like what? Do you, so what do you think? Um, well, I look at Mississippi State. I like Mike Leach as a head coach. Um, I like their talent, skill positions, and I think that a year under Mike Leach's system will mean the offense will be better. Uh, I like the defense. I think it's fine. I think it's slightly above average. Um, like there's just a lot to be pretty happy with at Mississippi State. Like I just think they're a, a solid team. Like I'm not. There's nothing that wows me. Um, like I don't see them having like a top twenty-five ceiling, but I don't see them being anywhere near the basement of the conference either. Like they're steady in the middle of the pack. That's where I see them. Yeah, win total is six, which I think kind of aligns with that. Um, however, they have a very difficult non-conference schedule. They play NC State and Memphis, two teams that I think can really challenge them. Um, let's go through their wins. Like, w- like I see one win. I see a toss-up. Yeah. I see another toss-up at Memphis. I see one and two. One win and two toss-ups. I have Memphis as a win. Okay. Um, LSU I have as a loss. I'm sure you have it as a toss-up. I do have it as a toss-up. I have at Texas A&M as a loss. I have that one as a loss. I have home against Alabama as a loss. Yeah, loss. So I have one and three with two toss-ups. I have at Vanderbilt as a win. Yep. So I have two and three. I have home against Kentucky as a toss-up. I have that as a win. I have at Arkansas as a toss-up. I have that as a toss-up. I have at Auburn as a loss. I do as well. So I have two and four. Tennessee State is a win, three and four. I have home against Ole Miss as... I do have that as a toss-up. Um, so I have two and four with six toss-ups. They'd have to win five of those six toss-ups to get over the number four to push. For that reason, I'm on the under. That's the way I see it. So I have one, two, two wins. Let's go to three wins, four wins, five wins. So I have five wins. Loss here. And a loss here, so five, two, five and two, and then we've got toss up at NC State, home against NC State. Yeah, toss up with NC State. Got toss up at Arkansas. Do I have Auburn as a? No, I have Auburn as a loss, and then so I have three. I have three toss ups and five wins. So you like the over six? Yeah. We have a lot of disparity here in this conference, Colin. Yeah, in the SEC. This has got to be the biggest... Um, We're head-to-head on a bunch of these. This has got to be... like I, I feel like we've been pretty um, pretty stable 
throughout most of these other conferences, right? We're, we're, we, we are head-to-head on every single one of these except Texas A&M. We're both under on A&M? We're both under on A&M. Every other one, we're head-to-head. Arkansas. Maybe we'll two. find some common ground on the on the Razorbacks. Maybe. Um, maybe. Or maybe we'll find some common ground on the SEC East. Uh, year two for Sam Pittman. Um, took a program that was a complete and utter disaster. I think was really, like, I don't know if they were good last year, but they turned heads with how competitive they were. Um, like, they won three games. They were in it against LSU. They were in it against Auburn on the road. Like, they, they easily, they were in it at Missouri. Like, they easily could have won more. Um, like, I think it was kind of a breakout year. Felipe Franks is a guy that was a major question mark for a long time. Kind of came into his own as yeah, the yeah, guy at Arkansas. And I think he's going to really be missed. Um KJ Jefferson will step in as the starting quarterback. I don't know how I feel about him because he's unproven, but like his numbers from limited action were pretty good. Uh good running game. Traylon Burks is one of the best receivers in the country. Defense was a strength last year. Like their DBs a lot. I mean O line should be really good under Pittman. Like even like, yeah, especially when they return everybody. Like they were, they improved last year, but now they should take a step on the O line. Yep. Um, D backs, I think, are going to be really good. I agree. You know, one of my favorite bets that I haven't placed yet that I'm already looking ahead to for week two is going to be Arkansas plus three and a half at home against Texas. That's just a number that I'm really kind of eyeing. You know? I'm I actually, I need to look at this. Right? Is that not. So, I have it as Texas minus four. Do you really? Yeah. I have it as, um, unless I'm, did I mess, oh, this got messed up. No, I don't have it as Texas minus four. I have it as like a pick'em. I have it as a straight pick'em. I inserted a column and my big 12 got moved up one. So, let me, let me pull that back down and I will tell you in a second what I have. Okay. Um, I just think this is a really good football team, like a really solid football team. I don't know. Like they were pretty good last year. They returned a ton of guys. I don't know how, how much I believe in Sam oh. Pittman. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to be on that with you. Yeah, right? I have, I, have, <laughs> I have Arkansas as a favorite. Yeah. I have, I have, it, as, I have it, it as a pick em. I have them as five-point favorites. There you go. Five-point favorites. It might be worth just placing the look-ahead line. Yeah, um, if it's there. Well, I, I got. I still got to edit in the talent in this, so that that's probably gonna drop it. Yeah, but not much. Like Arkansas still recruited at a yeah pretty reasonable level. <laughs> um, I think for me, just the big question is KJ Jefferson because I think that Felipe Franks had a really big year. It was it was just a perfect marriage, and I'm not certain that KJ Jefferson's gonna be able to completely replicate what Franks did. I I don't love I don't love Jefferson. I, I agree with you. I think that's a little bit worrying, and I think Fleeps did have a great year, but I also think that when you think about Fleeps, Felipe, Felipe, Fleeps at Florida, yeah, we all thought he was terrible, right? I did an apology on the podcast uh, yeah. after they won a game last year with Felipe. Um, so I mean, maybe that is just the new movement at Arkansas, or maybe Sam Pittman has a really good. Offensive coordinator, really good QB coach that was able to get Felipe to play a little better. So, and 
KJ does have game experience. Like it's not like he's coming in with nothing. But I agree, I'm not I'm not high on him. Um win total for the Razorbacks. Five and a half. Okay. So let's get through. Win. Win. Toss up. Yep. Win. Two and one. Two two wins, one toss up. Okay. Um, Texas Sandman on neutral I have as a loss. So that's I two and well. one with one toss up. Yep. At Georgia I have as a loss. Yep. That's two and two with a toss up. At Ole Miss, I have as a loss. I have that as a toss up. Okay. Um, Auburn. So keep track of your toss ups. Okay, so I have. Ole Miss is the only one that I have a toss up that you don't. Okay. So I have. I have two wins, three losses, and one toss up. I have Auburn at home as a toss up. Auburn at home. I. Also have that as a toss up. Okay. So I have two wins, three losses, and the rest are toss-ups. Arkansas Pine Bluff is a win. That's yep. three and three. Mississippi State at home I have as a toss-up. I also have that as a toss-up. So I'm still three and three. At LSU I have as a loss. I do as well. At Alabama I have as a loss. Yep. And Missouri at home I have as a toss-up, but just barely. Me too. I have it as Arkansas minus seven. So I'm at three and five with four toss-ups. Is that, does that sound right? Three. So you Rice, Georgia Southern, Southern, Arkansas Pine Pine Bluff, and... That's it. I I haven't given them any wins. Yeah, that's what I have. Three and five. Four toss-ups. And I'm three and four with six toss-ups. Three and four with five toss-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three and four with five toss-ups. Okay. Total's five and a half. So I'm three and five with four toss-ups. It's five and a half, so you got to go under. I have to go under. Even though I like the team... And numerically, I have to go under. I just I think it's going to be based on their schedule. I just think it's going to be really difficult for them to go get bowl. I mean, look at four games that they have on the road. They and Texas A&M on a neutral in Dallas is just brutal. It's brutal. So I got to I got to go three and three. Right? Or how many toss ups? You have four toss ups. I have four toss ups. Three wins. So you they it's the same. Oh, they have to go three and one. Yeah, or five. You have five toss ups. They'd have to go three and two. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with numbers, so I'm going to go under yeah. also. I just... Get a little agreement, too, you know? Yeah, I, I think... I also think those, they're due for a little regression from last year. Well, I think it's one of those weird situations where, like, even though the record may may not show it, I think they will be improved. But, like, when you have to play, arguably, the five best teams in the conference, five of the six best teams, six of the seven best teams in the conference... Like, the only way they really get the six is if they beat Auburn at home, they beat Mississippi State at home, and they beat Missouri at home. I mean, yeah, like... And Texas at home. I feel like they're going to have to win... Tex- I, I feel like they got to win, beat Texas and Texas A&M. I don't know about Texas A&M. They have to beat Texas, they have to beat Auburn, and then they have to beat one of Missouri or Mississippi State. I mean, do it. I don't have that... I have that as a... Um, yeah, I have that it's as a toss-up. I, I, that, actually, no, I don't. If it's neutral, I have that as a, as a loss. Yeah. I don't think Texas A&M is happy. I think I think Texas. So they'd have to win. So if we give them Rice, Georgia Southern, and Mississippi and all, all Arkansas Pine Bluff, right? We give yeah. them those three wins. Then they have to win three of home against Texas, home against Auburn, home against Mississippi State, home against Missouri, which yeah. I just think is a big ask. Yeah, that is a big ask. So I have to go under. I'm not confident in it because I like the team and I could see them getting the six. Because if that's if this is a team that has five wins and they're playing Missouri on a neutral ish place last game of the season. Like I, I think they win. I think they win that game. 
even though I do have it as a toss-up. All right, we're both on Arkansas under five and a half, even though we like the team. Is that a fair fair statement? Yeah. Into the SEC East. Georgia. Um, JT Daniels at quarterback. They finally have a game changer under center. Game breaker. Um, should have one of the best run games in the country with Zemir, with Zemir Wright and James Cook. I don't love their receivers. No. I was really high on the passing game before George Pickett. Yeah, ex- that's was exactly the, the same thing as me. Because um, I think he had the potential to be one of the best receivers in the country, at least from a talent perspective. Defense should be great, even though they lose a ton of like they lose a lot of key guys. But like it's Georgia, and the defense is always really, really good. Um, like kind of rinse and repeat. I mean, their D line is should be like Jordan. Jordan Davis is a stud at D tackle. Like yep. he, he, it's almost impossible to run against him. Yep. They're 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 gonna have one of the best defensive lines in the country. They're gonna have one of the best defenses in the country. It's like a given with that. Oh yeah. Um, Kirby Smart has proven to be one of the best coaches in the conference. Like he's just had Georgia playing at a really high level now for a really long time. They're super talented. Um, I still think they're a notch below Alabama and Clemson at the top, and they're more in that Ohio State, Oklahoma range. Agree on where I have them, or are they closer to Alabama, Clemson than I'm giving them credit for? I think they're pretty close to Alabama this year. Okay. I don't really have them with Clemson or Ohio State's a weird case. I don't really know what to think about them until I see their quarterback play. Um, but I also like don't love Kirby Smart as an in-game coach. Okay. And I don't trust him winning those types of games. I, I their wide receiver core is like the biggest issue, right? Because they should have. This was the year for them to break out on the offense. I mean, like they still have good receivers, but like yeah, but like you need you need pickets. Yeah. You need pickets when you're a team that year in and year out has below average wide receivers or below average passing attack. When you recruit better than anybody in the country, like. That's not really... I agree. It's not really something you want to see. I agree. Um, so what do you think? Where are you on this team? So what do we have? Win total 10.5. So... So I have one win, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I have that as a win. Um... Florida. I have that as a toss up against Florida. Six. I have Missouri's win seven. Tennessee eight, nine, ten. I have ten I have ten wins and with two two toss ups. Two toss ups, and I think they're gonna split them. Yeah, I think I I think uh, they I think I they I think they lose to Clemson, I think they beat Florida. Yeah, I'm with you. I think we gotta be on Georgia over ten and a half. Yeah. Because although like they I think they could I mean so Georgia has the best schedule in the in the conference. Oh yeah. I mean, like all the damage is really in the you're just you're way. just gonna you're gonna find out who you are against Clemson, yep. right? Yep. And I don't think they're gonna win that game, but like that's gonna be losing your first game of the season for a team this good is like and that's puts, gonna keep you focused throughout the year, you know? Puts them in desperation mode. Yeah, I can't lose. We can't lose another game if we want to go to the playoff. No, it's like, that simple. Like you can't when you're in 2019, right? When they lose to uh, South Carolina in two overtimes when mm-hmm. they're 21 point favorites. Mm-hmm. Like, 
that game you're undefeated going into, and then you lose it, and then you have to beat LSU in the SEC championship game, and that LSU team is better than you, you know? Yeah. So, like, here at least you know you have to go through all of this, and then you're going to have the monster in the SEC championship. But, like, I, I think this is the lowest, this is the closest Georgia's been to Alabama. I agree. Like, I, I agree. think I have them, like, three points below. Mm, I don't, I'm not there. I have them more, like, a touchdown behind Alabama. They're close enough. Yeah. Um, we're like, you know, it's a touchdown spread, in my opinion. Uh, Florida. Florida had a monster year last year. They had three just awesome weapons on offense. Kyle Trask, a quarterback. Um, Kyle Pitts, a tight end. And Kadarius Tony, a receiver. It was just a loaded, loaded offense. All three are gone. Dan Mullen tends to be like rinse and repeat good teams, but... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Emory Jones. He's way more of a, a dual threat run first guy than I mean, Trask was. They also barely return five and five, right? Like they don't return much. Nope. I mean, they on offense, like they had a lot of good receivers last year. Where, like a bunch of guys are back, and I think will be good. Like even though they're not, their top guys are gone. Like I believe in the recruiting and what's returning. Like Justin Shorter was a five star recruit. Like, Jacob Copeland was really good last year at times. Just because he was behind a first-round yeah. pick doesn't make me think that he's going to be, like, I don't think he's going to be as productive. Kadarius Tony was awesome, but, like, that's. It's also, you you are going back to Mullen's strength, right, with Emory Jones. Like, Mullen was forever known as the running quarterback guy, like Dak Prescott. Yep. Like, you remember how good he was at Mississippi State? Mm-hmm. This is like Kyle Trask was a departure from what Dan Millen, Mullen likes to run on offense. So like, this may be like Emory Jones may be better than I think a lot of people are thinking right now, just because he fits into the system very well. Okay, I'm not high on Emory Jones. I think they'll be good defensively. Um, I don't know how good. Like they return some key guys at linebacker. Like there's obviously a lot of talent there. I don't know. Then again, the defense wasn't very good last year, so I don't know if I was very bad. If I can get there, Um, what do they call it? Uh, Who's their D coordinator? Grantham, starting Grantham. That's what they called it. So I don't know. I I think Florida is kind of a notch below the rest of the the top of the SEC. Like I don't see them in the same stratosphere as Alabama and Georgia and LSU um, or Texas A and M. Really, like I think they're closer to Ole Miss and Auburn than. The next group. Um, win total for Florida? Nine. What do you think? Two off the bat. Yep. Loss. Yep. Win. Yep. You know, I mean, I think Kentucky can give them the trouble. I think that's a toss-up. I mean, it might be. You can give you can give it as a toss up. The Vanderbilt's a win. At LSU, I think is a loss. I think Georgia's a loss. I think South Carolina's a win. Sanford's a win. I don't love going to Missouri at the end of the year, but like I think that's a win right now. And then Florida State's a win. Mm-hmm. So what did I? I gave them three losses, 
and one toss-up? Yeah. So then I have to go... Over? Nine is the win total? You have eight and three eight and three with a toss-up is what you have? Eight and one with three toss-ups? Is that what you have? No, I have eight them and eight and three with, with one toss-up. So... <laughs> So, do you think they win the toss-up or lose it? I mean, the well, toss-up is at Kentucky. So then you got to take you got to take the you got to take the under if you're giving them three losses, because it's nine. The number's nine, so they can't get over nine. But I'm giving them. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So under, yeah. Okay, you have Florida under nine. I have one, two, three, four. Yeah, now under, under. I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna win eight games. I have them at eight with like two toss-ups. I haven't made eight and two with two toss-ups, so I'm going to. I'm gonna go under as well. I'm gonna go under as well. Look at this. We're we're back in agreement. Yeah. Far Good news for the mind. pod. <laughs> we're bad news. Good news when they want to fade us. We were dangerously <laughs> aligned in the Pac-12. <laughs> Kentucky. Um, Will Levis was announced as the starting quarterback, comes over from Penn State. Uh, the quarterback position was just a complete train wreck for them last year, even though people had high expectations for Terry Wilson. Like, they just had nothing in the pass game. Like, the receiving was awful. Like, they just were they were horrible. Um, their, their passing attack was awful. Their offense as a whole was really just terrible last year. Um, their offense was better with the converted wide receiver. Yeah, when they ran it, like, every play. Mm-hmm. Defense has been really good. It's been kind of Mark Stoops' calling card. Like, it's been really good for a while now. Um, and I have no reason to believe that it won't be good again. Like, they recruit at a high level. Like, the, the D-line should be good. The O-line's been good. Like, they've kind of become this ground-and-pound team in the SEC with, like, rough-and-tumble defense, trying to force turnovers. Uh, I believe in Mark Stoops. I think he's I mean, he's been here long enough to warrant yeah, I think the benefit really of the doubt. Um and I have Kentucky as like a solid middle of the pack team in the SEC. Um, it's just a solid middle of the pack SEC team. Yeah, right there with Arkansas. Like that's where I'm at with them. What do that, you think? That, Agreed. That's pretty much what I, what I what I think. I mean, what do you think of Will Levis? Like, I don't is think that he's is, very good? I don't think he's very good either. But is is that like an upgrade? Um, I, I guess don't, so. Terry Wilson. I don't think bad. it's an upgrade. I think it's. I don't think it's a downgrade either. Like I think they're very similar. Terry Wilson's a more mobile runner. Levis is still a running quarterback yeah. who runs more like as over a power people. Runner. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, Joey Gatewood was like a highly touted recruit, right, out from Kentucky. That no, he was from Auburn. So he, but he was a high, but he transferred. Yes, from Auburn yeah, and, he and now he's transferred out. He's out already. Yeah. Oh, I as soon as they uh, uh, name Will Levis, yeah. Well, I don't think I don't have Will Levis as a highly rated quarterback in the conference. I don't either. I think he's fine, but I think that for what they want to do, what they want to do is ground and pound. Um, like they get one. I, mean, I think I have, I have him as the lowest rated quarterback. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know if I'm there, but like he's not. I don't have him highly rated. Um, I have Levis as, I do. I, I also have him as the lowest rated quarterback. So there you go. Win total for Kentucky, seven. Where are the seven wins? One. Yep. Toss up. Two. Toss up. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Two and two. Um, Home against Florida, toss up. Yeah. Home against LSU, I have as a loss. Yeah, me too. Okay. So they are two and one with three toss ups. At Georgia, two and two with three toss ups. At Mississippi State, I have that as a toss up. I have a loss. You have that as a loss at Mississippi State. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Keep track of that. I have two and two with four toss ups. Right, two and at Georgia, home against uh, two and two with four toss ups is what I have. Um, Tennessee at home, I have as a win, three and two. At Vanderbilt, I, I have, have as a win. Up. Okay. So I have four wins. New Mexico State five at Louisville is a toss up. I have five wins. Well, I don't think this team wins eight, so I'm just I'm gonna stop with the freaking math because they're not winning eight games. So for that reason, I'm at on the under seven on Kentucky. Bring me with you. Is that fair? Yeah. It's plus one twenty juice uh, to the under to under seven. I got I got I got I got I got to reevaluate this, but I I may bet that. I mean, can they win eight games? I mean, all right. So here's our path to eight games. We're gonna beat Missouri at home. They're gonna start three and zero, four and zero. We're gonna beat South Carolina on the road. We're gonna split Florida and LSU. Okay. So we're five and one. We're okay. gonna lose to Georgia. We're five and two. Um, There's a path. We're gonna to have to. There's we, a path. I guess we, we we can we can beat Mississippi State. There's right? a path. Yep. If we can beat Florida yep. at home, we can beat Mississippi State on the road. There's a path. So we're six and one. There's a path. Seven and one. There's eight a path. and one. Nine and one. Ten and one. There's a path. Ten and one. We're missing a game. No, ten and one with the loss of Georgia. Just assuming a loss of Georgia. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And a split, LSU and Florida. Oh, so, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, so ten there's, a, there's a path to 10 wins for them. I don't think it's likely, but there is a path. I'm going under seven just because I just don't see them winning eight games. But, I mean, it's I may not bet it now because... <laughs> we just walked through a 10-2 schedule for Kentucky. Not, but they also could go 1-1, 2-2, 2-3, 2-4, 2-5, 2-6, 2-7, 2-8, 2-9, 2-10, 2-11, 2-12, 2-13, 2-14, 2-15, 2-16, 2-17, 2-18, 2-19, 2-20, 2-21, 2-22, 2-23, 2-24, 2-25, 2-26, 2-27, 2-28, 2-29, 2-30, 2-31, 2-32, 2-33, 2-34, 2-35, 2-36, 2-37, 2-38, 2-39, 2-40, 2-41, 2-42, 2-43, 2-44, 2-45, 2-46, 3-6. They yeah. Three and seven, three and eight. Yeah, loss at Louisville. Like they could also they could be have, three and they nine. Could, they could be three and nine. They, they could be ten and two or three and nine. So I'm fine taking the under seven. I mean, where's the middle on that? Seven, <laughs> six and a half, really. So is that that's why it's juiced. Yeah, <laughs> Missouri. So Eli Drinkwitz, I think did really good things his first year. Um, they won five games, kind of sneakily. Uh, Connor Bazelak had a really good freshman year. Um, like it might not be a bad Missouri team. I think it's gonna be a pretty good Missouri team. Okay. They didn't wow me last year, but like they lose Larry Roundtree, who was a really good running back. But you know, there's there's a lot to like. Um, they're they've got their quarterback. You know, they got yep. they they they, they got, got their, their quarterback, and, their quarterback. and they got their quarter. Yeah, they got their yep. coach and their quarterback, yep. and they return a, a decent amount. Yep. Like, this doesn't seem like this is the Missouri team that's going to compete for the conference, but it, I feel like you can use this year as a building block. This doesn't seem like last year had, like, you know, the first-year coach comes in where they fire the last coach because he made a mistake, but he had kind of been building to that year, and then he overperforms, and then the next year when they all leave, he underperforms before he starts to get his guys in. Yeah. This kind of seems like they overperformed last year, and they have, like... They're not losing their, the main guys that helped them overperform. Yep. So I, I feel like they're kind of like in the same boat as they were last year. 
they return a bunch of guys on on the O line. Um, I don't know how good the O line was, but it's it, they they've got returning experience there. Um, like they should be fine on the O line. I mean, they were, their O line was pretty good, I believe. The D line was was pretty solid last year, and that's they return a lot of guys on the D line. Um, don't know if I love the linebackers. Don't know if I love the DBs, but it I mean, seems like a middle of the pack SEC team. Yeah, their their yards per carry wasn't great, but they didn't allow very many sacks. Fourth in the SEC in sacks allowed, so when, solid for an O line. If you bring everybody back, that should improve even more. Yep. Um, D line was good. They've got a first team All SEC defensive end. Yeah. Um, Trajan Jeffcoat is really solid, obviously. Um, so I, I I like the D line. I think they'll be fine. Defense should be okay. Um, defensive line is the strength, but you know, secondary I don't love. I don't know. It's it's just wide feels receiver like room is fine, solid. You got yeah, it's you, fine. You, you lose your second receiver, but you got Kiki back. You it's got, fine. Yeah, but none of those guys really wowed you last year. But I like Connor Basilak. Yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it's an okay team. I think they're right there in the middle of the pack in the SEC with Arkansas and Kentucky, like in that kind of mishmash. And Mississippi, like in, that's where I have them kind of rated in that in that realm. Um, like they're a team that I can see going bowling. Um, but they're a team that I don't think competes with the top of the SEC. Like I think that's a fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, win total seven for Missouri. I see a win. I see two wins. Two toss ups. Two toss ups. I would have that as a win at home yeah, against Tennessee. I did too. Texas, North Texas is a win. Yep. So that's four wins. Four wins, two toss ups. Yep. I had that as a loss against Texas A&M. Yeah, I do too, but it's it's pretty pretty close. Four uh, wins, one loss, two toss-ups. At Vanderbilt, I have as a win. So that's five wins for me. Yeah. One loss, two toss-ups. At Georgia is a loss. loss. Home against South Carolina is a win. So yeah, that's six wins, two losses, two toss-ups. Home against Florida, I have as a loss. I do too, but I want to give it a toss-up. Okay, well, keep that in your back pocket. I have it as a loss, so five wins, three losses, two toss-ups. Is that right? I thought we were at six already. Six wins. South Carolina's a win. Six wins, three losses, two toss-ups at Arkansas. I have as a toss-up. So six wins, three losses, three toss-ups, over under seven. Over. Yep. There you go. Here we go. One we both are definitely going to agree on. Don't know if I have the hooks to place that, but... I mean, I kind of, I kind of like Missouri. I mean, it's, it, the, problem is, the problem is the toss-ups, right? We're going on the road to Kentucky and on the road to Boston College. Yeah. You know, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And on the road to Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. South Carolina. Thunder. Shane Beamer takes over as the head coach. Um, weird hire. There's not a lot to like here. It's um, weird. It's it's also weird that like nobody in the media has really been slamming the hire. You know, like I saw somebody post something about South Carolina, and like yeah, he must have friends in the right places because almost every like South Carolina like. Publisher or whatever writer mm-hmm. has wrote positive things about him, hmm. and like when in the coaching search too, they were like, "Oh, they could get Shane Beamer." 
that'd be a really good hire. And all these people were saying is nobody's ever heard of Shane Beamer before, yeah. besides that he's Frank Beamer's son. Yeah. Kevin Harris was really good last year at running back. That's like the only thing that I can look at on this team, and this, that and the defensive line. Like I like their O line too. Okay. I like their lines. I mean, that's a Will Muschamp team, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of the coaching staff. Like, I don't like the coaching. We're not high, but like, if there are people down in Columbia that are high, then maybe that's something to reevaluate. Like, actually, um, yeah, I like their lines. I like the run game. Like, I think they're like they're. I think they're the one of the worst teams in the SEC. Like, they're in the bottom of the SEC, but they are what we thought they are. Like, I don't think they're they're that terrible. No, you know? I mean, I mean, when you have a team that's built on the offensive and defensive lines, like, yeah, it's hard to get like Higher just floor. like blown out every game. You Higher know? floor for sure. Um, Luke Doty, the starting quarterback, meh, right? Highly touted recruit, just kind of meh last year, but Will Muschamp, do you take it with a grain of salt? Who knows? Win totals four. Win toss up. Yep. Loss. Yep. Toss up. Toss up. Win. Yeah, I have to look at Troy. Okay. I'll, I'll give it to him for now. Okay. Um, so we're at two and two, two win, two and one with two toss ups. At Tennessee, I have as a toss up. Yeah. Toss up against Vanderbilt. So we're two and one with four toss ups now. Yep. Uh, loss at Texas A&M. Loss against Florida. Loss at Missouri. Loss at Missouri. Loss against Auburn. Loss against Clemson. So we've got two wins and four toss-ups, correct? And what's the line? Four. So our toss-ups are at East Carolina, who they're a they're going to be a favorite on. Maybe. I mean, East East Carolina's ten and a half point dogs to App State. Okay. I think they're probably going to be like five point favorites. Okay. I mean, Kentucky East Carolina. They'll be dogs. They'll be dogs, Kentucky. At Tennessee, they'll be dogs. Yeah. Home against Vanderbilt, they'll be favored. Yeah. That's it. Under. Those are the four toss-ups. Under four. I'm betting against Shane Beamer. I am too. And the quarterback play. Yeah. And just, it's South Carolina. I think four is a well-set number, though. Yeah, it is. It's 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 South Carolina, man. I also I don't I, I don't think they're gonna beat East Carolina. So yeah, I mean I, I, it's a game. I'm licking my chops to get, to get East Carolina as like a touchdown dog at home and be like. <laughs> you Especially know? you hope they get blown up by App State week one. Yeah, and hope South Carolina does damage on Eastern Illinois. Right. They better. Tennessee. They don't do damage on Eastern Illinois. Really you know fine. you better you better, you better get Shane Beamer out of there. Tennessee. Josh Heupel takes over. Comes over from UCF. Um, total kind of revamp of the quarterback position. They brought in two highly touted transfers from big programs. Hendon Hooker comes over from Virginia Tech. Joe Milton comes over from Michigan. It looks like Joe Milton's going to be the starting quarterback. Um, I hope that is not the case. At running back, you know, they, they lose Kennedy Chandler. He went to... Uh, he went to North Carolina. He went to. I think he went to North Carolina. Not sure. Kennedy Chandler, Ty Chandler, whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, I'm just. I, I'm not high on Tennessee. 
I'm yeah. not even. How many more? I don't know how. I can't mumble too much beyond that. I'm yeah, just I mean, you, you lost so many people. You lost 2-2, right, to Alabama, like one of the best linebackers yep. in the country. Yep. Um, I think their quarterback room has improved from I, last year. I agree. Uh, I, I think it has definitely improved. I don't know. I can't. I can't really go there. I think you have Bailey Hooker. You don't think Hooker is better than Garantano? I mean, Milton's going to be the Milton might start. I mean, he may might, but like you like, wouldn't. No, I don't think Milton and Hooker like combined are better than you, just Hooker Garantano. I don't think either. What do you mean, just Hooker? Hooker might not win the job. Okay, but if he won the job. Like, no. Really? Like, I'm not confident. I can't confidently say that. I no. like Haley Hooker. I think he's good. Um, like, I don't, Harrison Bailey looked solid down the stretch. You know, like, he was significantly better. There's nothing at the skill positions. No, I mean, there's nothing anywhere. But they, I think their quarterback room has improved from last year. Yeah. Which is a good sign. I mean, home against Pitt is going to be the one, one of the most interesting games, like, to ever watch. Yep. You know, like, who the fuck are those teams? Well, I think Pitt's going to be better. But yeah. yeah, but like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I Tennessee, do. Pitt. I do. There's no, I, I don't have anything. I think the only part of this team that I kind of like is the secondary. Um, but like, I don't know if I'm that high on it. Like, like I kind of like Josh Heupel, but he needs skill on offense to turn it around, and there's no skill position players. That I, I think I they're like. just gonna they're just gonna try and score as many points as they can, and they're just gonna gun it and just they like they may they're either gonna turn the ball over or score. Tennessee's win total six. Like, is this a bowl team to you? No. All right, let's go through it. Bowling Green, win. Win. Pittsburgh, toss up. Although I might have, I. You might have them at higher. I might have Pittsburgh like as, as a loss for. Tennessee. But right now I'm. I, have, uh, I, I think, think I, I think I, have, I think I have it as a toss up as well. Okay. Toss, especially at home, toss up. Two wins, right? They beat yeah. Tennessee Tech. Okay. At Florida, loss. At Missouri, loss. Home against South Carolina, uh, toss up. Yeah, but I. Think they'll win that game. Maybe. So two and two. Home against Mitt, Ole Miss. Um, I had that as a loss. Yeah, I did. So I'm at two and three. At Alabama, lost. Two and four. At Kentucky, lost. Yeah. Two and five. Home against Georgia, lost. Yep. Two and six. Home against South Alabama, win. win. Three and six. Home against Vanderbilt, toss up. Okay. So three and six. Three toss ups. Gotta win all three. Gotta six and six. We're under, and that is extremely appetizing to me to actually put some hard-earned dollars on that, right? I mean, how, that, that's they need to win all three just to push. Like, where are seven wins on this schedule? All right, so let's let's go through. Let's find seven. One, two, three. Right. Go on the road and win at Missouri. No, 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 no. Bowling Green, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. No, I know, I know. I, then yeah. I'm saying, like, no, you you win? you beat South Carolina. Okay, that's four. And then you have to beat Ole Miss at home, or at, or Missouri on the road, or Kentucky on the road. Yeah, okay. one of the you have to get one of one those of those three, three to get to five, and then, and then you beat South Alabama and Vanderbilt, and you're at six. Right. So how do you get to seven? You have to win two wait, of wait, those wait, three. Wait. So three. Yep. You have, then you have to then you win the last two, South Alabama and Vanderbilt. That's five, and then you have to get two of the three of South Carolina at home, Mississippi at home, at Kentucky on the road, and at. Missouri on the road. You have to get two of those four. Yeah. You have to split those to get the seven. Yeah. No fucking way. 
No way. No, I agree. Tennessee under six. I don't know why. I mean, that's... Is this a bowl team to you? No. no. I, I like Hannon Hooker, though, man. That's, that's the one thing that's kept me from... Vanderbilt, Clark Lee. My God. Your guy. Ten um, Seals, they got a quarterback. They, he, well, I don't know if I'll go that far. <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> like, he's just kind of a guy. They got a quarterback, man. They got a guy who says he is the starting quarterback. I love their defensive end, number 94. Great name. 94. Rutger. <laughs> <laughs> At the wrong school. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. There's nothing here for me to get excited about. I have Vanderbilt as the worst team in the conference. And I'm definitely not alone in that. No, no you're definitely not. Uh, I like Clark Lee. I like I do the too. hires they made. Um, I do too. There's just a total scarcity of talent. And yeah, it's just going to be a real problem. But I, I, like, I don't think they were from the worst teams in the conference... They weren't. They competed against Texas A&M. They, they competed against Mississippi State, and they competed against Kentucky. They competed. This is true. And they competed against Tennessee for a little bit. Then they got blown out. But I mean, so what? What? What's our over under? Win total for Vanderbilt is three and a half. All right. So I see one win. Okay. Toss up. Yep. Toss up. Yep. Loss. Yep. Win. Two wins. Loss. Yep. Toss-up. Yeah. Loss. I mean, I have them as like seven-point dogs in South Carolina, but it's still toss-up. Loss. Okay. Loss. Yeah. Loss. Toss-up. Hmm. So what do we got? One, two. Two wins, and we've got... Four toss-ups? One, two, four toss-ups. And what do we have to win? Four toss-ups, and it's not like... We have to go over three and a half. I kind of like the over three and a half. Yeah, I. I mean, I think they you can go fight for four wins. You go two and two in the toss-ups. Yep. Right there, you go. And I mean, like, that's that's giving Missouri and Kentucky at home both losses. Yep. Teams that beat them, they lost to all right, Missouri killed them, but yep. they lost to Kentucky. But that was after they quit the season. Yeah, they lost to Kentucky by three. Yep. At the yep. on the road last year. Yeah, I'm I, I'm with you. And like we're calling home against Stanford a toss up. Like they could win that game. Like I don't know what to make of Stanford. Yeah, at, at, Colorado, at Colorado State. I don't know what to make of Colorado State yeah. either. So we're gonna find out very soon if this over is gonna hit. So maybe maybe place it. Nah. Bet them money line against Colorado State and Stanford. Nah, I don't know how I feel about them. New I mean coach. they return a lot. Nine on offense, eight on defense. Mm-hmm. From an 0 and 9 team. Yeah. <laughs> they played only an SEC schedule. It just depends what you think about Clark Lee. If you think Clark Lee's really going to be a difference maker and head coach, and I know you believe that, I'm just not sold. A lot of alignment for us in the SEC East. Completely polar opposites in the SEC West. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. All right. Um, that's a wrap for our SEC preview. Uh, we've now hit every single conference, and later this week we get into the, the actual picks. Heisman. National Championship Futures, and Game Picks, which is where we uh, we try to make our money and <laughs> fail more often than we'd like. But that's okay. <laughs>
<laughs> Taylor Fade, you, you like know, it, it, it's, it's not about how hard you get hit. Yep. It's how hard you can get hit and get back up. <laughs> exactly. And you better believe we'll be back here every weekend giving you shitty picks. We're already back for year two. So like, we're coming. We'll be there. Um, so stay tuned. Yes. Uh, that's a wrap for us on the SEC Preview. Look at Ladder Podcast. Um, back later in the week with some actual shit. Can't wait. See ya. See ya.